This is the sound of the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. And welcome to tonight's show. I'm your host, Adrian Walker, and thank you for tuning in to Live Life. Live Life is a show that attempts to combine technology and live music, which is a nice little relationship that Cambridge has. There's loads of live music and there's loads of technological advancement. I'd like to address something first before we just get the ball rolling. I'd yeah. like to apologize because last week there was a lot of sound issues that we faced uh, um, on our side, uh, on my side here. And this week I'm I'm hoping everything is fine, but feel, feel free to give us any feedback if everything sounds good uh, for all the listeners at home. So in this show today, we'll have a very gifted guitarist with his loop pedal, Daniel Beckman, and he'll be taking us through some smooth sounds. Tell us something, Daniel. How are you doing today? Hey, Adrian. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I'm I'm excited to be on the radio. Excited well, to play some tunes. That's great. Um, and uh, and yeah, in, interested to know what the technological discussion is going to be on. Right. Yeah. So, when did you start playing the guitar? Uh, I think I started playing the guitar when I was about ten years old. Ten years old. Yeah. Wow. Could you even lift the thing? <laughs> Probably not this one. Actually, this is quite a heavy one. I had a much, I had a little one made of just made of wood, and it was hollow. It's yeah, probably much, uh, much lighter. Yeah, and better for better for little ten-year-old hands. Ah, all right. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So ten, when I was ten years old, so that was that's fourteen years ago. Fourteen years of playing the guitar. So can you say that you are a bit of a maestro at the moment, or, <laughs> or you don't want to toot your own horn? I wouldn't. I wouldn't toot my own horn, but. But yeah, I I can play the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you toot your own horn? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, be confident. I okay, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm probably the best guitarist in the world. But... You, you know what? When you walked into the room, that's all I could think about. That's all I I was like, this is probably the best guitarist in the world, and <laughs> and I think I think the people should know about it. I think the people. I was thinking about that, and I was also thinking. What did you have for breakfast this morning? For breakfast, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's those are the two things that's I was thinking about. I had um, I had a bowl of muesli uh, with some grapes on it. So ah, it was, uh, it was Jordan's Jordan's nutty. Well, hey, nutty. hey, hey, oh, we're not going to adv- advertise anyway. <laughs> he had some oh, grapes yeah. and some muesli, but <laughs> nondescript muesli. <laughs> uh, did you put any milk in that? <laughs> yeah, I put some uh, some soy milk in that. Ooh, some soy milk. Everyone's going on the alternatives. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay, that's cool. Right, so um, yeah, those are the only two things that I was I was thinking about, really? and. <laughs> I would I would want to ask you about all other things, but I think it was just breakfast and knowing that you're the best guitarist in the world. Those are the two things that I was just I was I was sure about. Wow. And um, so, what uh, what song are you going to play for us from your from your catalog? Mm. Seeing as you're the best in the world. Well, this this song is actually uh, it's actually off the catalog. It's 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 um it's from the. Uh, the uh, the B sides. Oh, yeah. okay. So so we have something, yeah. something that's uh, unreleased. 
Yeah, unreleased. It's actually about it's about Musely. Actually, it's a song song about Musely. Well, you know what? This is a reoccurring theme. Last week the guys talked about salad, and this week we have Musely. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so would would we call this Musely, or do we call it Ilzium? Yeah, e- either of those work actually. I think Ilzium. So, <laughs> so this uh, this is Ilzium by Dan Beckman. Uh, I think we're all in for a treat. Let's find out. All right.
Well, I need to catch my breath. I've just been jumping up and down. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, when I was listening to that song, I was thinking about something weird again. I was thinking, uh, have you ever climbed a tree? Have I ever climbed a tree? Yeah, Yeah, many times. Many, many many times. times. I have never climbed a tree to save my life. I am rubbish at it. I think, (laughs) but when I was listening to the song, I was like, this, this must be what climbing a tree feels like. Yeah, yeah, eating measly and climbing trees. <laughs> both really uh, similar experiences, actually. I mean, uh, so so when you climb the tree, do you... Uh, see, I'm just... I mean, to be fair, and disclaimer, I'm from Kenya, and I should be, like, out there climbing trees and stuff, but I just didn't... Right. I just... I was like, no, I'm not going to climb a tree. But uh, do you, like, hug it, and then you, like, climb it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the, the, uh, the hugging technique is one technique, but it's it, usually the best one is to try and find some, some low-hanging branches, and then... Okay, okay, but if there's no low-hanging oh, if branches... Oh, if it's just a... If it's, if it's just, just a like a pillar. Straight you know? tree, no branches. Yeah. Yeah, the only way is, is to hug it and just shimmy up. So, yeah. so have you done that? Have you actually hugged it and gone up the tree? I mean, maybe, it seems maybe like in... fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like an impossible task. You need it's you won't be able to do it on every tree. It's got to be just the right diameter and yeah. the right kind of uh, the right kind of bark and stuff. Like and it's got to have a, a lift inside it. That's that's where you can, that's where you yeah, can do. Yeah, it's, be- it's better if you're on Mars where there's less gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's all I was I was going through the song and I was dancing, I was doing my thing, going crazy in the studio. And I was just thinking, man, why haven't I climbed a tree? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, after the show, I I know a couple of trees nearby. We could <laughs> No way, man. No way. <laughs> I guess that's why. I guess that's my automatic knee-jerk reaction to just refuse. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, let's go climb a tree." I think I think my friends must have been like, hey, oh, you let's go climb this tree, and uh, and I was like, no, no, this is why I haven't done it. Right. So it just uh, just didn't appeal. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I just I just know I never did it. I know I never <laughs> did it. So so where'd you grow up? Where you're climbing all these random trees, crazy uh, jungle well, boy. <laughs> I grew up in the uh, the jungle of uh, Edinburgh. Oh Edinburgh yeah, in Scotland. That's pretty rural. Yeah. <laughs> just non-stop trees there there's yeah no there's quite a few trees in edinburgh actually, yeah. and um and lots of man like hills and places to go, go yeah. outdoors and stuff like that so yeah so that's where i that's where i learned how to climb trees so edinburgh has a pretty big um kind of music scene and and it's not and it's, and is that what inspired you to um to pick up the guitar, or, mm. or um... I think what I think to, when I started the guitar, I was ten years old, so I didn't, I wasn't necessarily Aware. inspired by anything. I think I just thought it. I think there was guitar lessons in my school that someone was doing, and um, like a teacher was running. No, a teacher came in to do these lessons. Yeah, and like I think I just thought it sounded a cool idea to learn to play the guitar. Yeah, um, and so I started learning, and then actually when I started learning the guitar, I started. I didn't really know what to play because I didn't really listen to any music. And then, so then I what? had to... Excuse had to, me. <laughs> roll back again. 
You did not listen to any music. So when you listen to the guitar, when you saw it being played, you're like, what is this man doing? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'd heard music before, but I just didn't I didn't really own any CDs or yeah. or like have any favorite bands or anything like that. Yeah. And so I would um I just started learning the guitar and then and then I was like, "Oh, I I probably need to start like like listening to music so that I can find stuff to play." Uh, and, and how how did you pick your first what's the first song you're like, "This is a song I like." And 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 how did you even pick it? How, how did you That's a good question. I think I think I must. I mean, I was I was picking stuff that was that was fun to play on the guitar. And uh, so, I mean, I think the first the first album that I ever bought was, um, I think was it was um, Nevermind by Nirvana. Yeah, which has a funny cover. It has this like the, when when you're kind of eleven or ten years old, it's this baby baby going for that baby. money. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah. yeah, but like playing like Smells Like Teen Spirit <laughs> on the guitar is just like that was a that was a good riff to learn. And so wow. it's a good good first album to buy. It's got it's full of full of really good that's, fun guitar parts. That's amazing. You picked it on the merit of its cover. No, no, no. That was that was kind of a that was actually a slightly difficult a difficult thing to like. It's kind of felt a bit awkward buying a, an album with a naked baby on. <laughs> uh, so you went up to the counter and you're like, uh, "Can I have this? Like something else? Did you did you hide? Did you put something else on top? Yeah, you try and try and hide it with like. Uh, can, I, can I have this edition of Financial Times? And oh. I'll have that as well. I mean, it's already. <laughs> I can pay for it. I'm not poor. <laughs> have the naked baby CD as well. <laughs> yeah, basically that was it. That was uh, yeah. Never read that copy of the Financial Times though. Oh like... man, you know what? I feel like I was there. <laughs> I feel like I sold you the naked baby CD. <laughs> and, and and wow, wow, that's 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 amazing. So you listened to no music at all, and and then you ended up playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's how it worked. I mean, I listened to a little a little bit of music, but I didn't have any interest. I any, yeah, I didn't any... own any CDs, and I kind of only only heard music because my parents would play music or because. Yeah, do you remember any of the songs your parents would listen to? Uh, and can you play uh, any of them? So. <laughs> My mum listened to quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of Sting, Sting and the Police. Yeah. So there would be like, um, uh, what's there's that there's that I'll I'll be watching you song. Okay, no, that's, that's yeah, lame. I'm not I'm gonna not... play that. <laughs> <laughs> but then my dad. Yeah. My dad listened to my dad listened to all sort of crazy stuff. Yeah. He had this uh, this uh, box called the Earache Collection. And it was like this, it was this metal tin, right? Like this big tin, and it, it came, it came with a, came with a hat. It came with a hat. Yeah, like so, this hat that said earache on it. Earache is a record label, right? And, um, and it's basically all like really heavy, really heavy, like metal, like kind of. Um, yeah, stuff not to play around with. Stuff you need to wear a hat to listen. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Yeah, you need. Yeah, or you, or you get earache if you don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember. I remember actually kind of da like dancing around the living room, listening to my dad's dad's records when I, when I was young. He had all these this 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 crazy yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. metal stuff, which was quite it was quite fun. Can you can you remember anything or? Um... Uh, I can't remember any of what any of the songs were. There was probably. Yeah, or can you capture the element? I'm guessing you have some freestyling skills. Can you can you capture the element of 
of um I, I of could, ear I could give it a go. I could give it Ooh, a go. I hope the executives at Earache Records are listening. <laughs> Whew, we're in for a treat. Right. <laughs> Do you want me to just play a short one or a, a, a... I mean actually however you're comfortable. However you're comfortable. And 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 yeah. Yeah, right. I'm just com- uh, I'm just changing the old the old settings. To, the old settings for some earaches. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to put you in this position, but I'm not sorry because I like doing <laughs> stuff like this. So, <laughs> so All now right, let's give it a go. Uh, we're, we're gonna have a hot plate of egg, a hot hot plate of egg from Danny. I'll Daniel just, Beckman. I'm just gonna put my hat on. Oh, oh yeah, everyone at home, if you can put your hat on because. I don't think you're ready for this. This egg is fundamentally corrupt. extremely naughty (laughs) that was my goodness i'm glad i brought my hat actually (laughs) oh man my the feelings i've i've experienced oh wow good wow (laughs) we're in trouble is is everyone all right (laughs) it's a bit noisy (laughs) oh dear that was that was very naughty Mm, mm, mm. Your dad was about some business. Mm, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the earache. Oh my goodness, that was that was very violent. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, at this at this time of night, I think uh, that's exactly what everyone needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just mild earache. Yeah, I mean, it it gets the blood flowing, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, earache is is actually just is healthy, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just an ache, no bleeding or other side effects <laughs> expected. Um, yeah, that's that that that's amazing. So, do you generally? Uh, so, what type of music do you find yourself playing most of the time? Mm, most of the time, mm-hmm. most of the time, I play kind of uh, chilled out, um, chilled out, spacey, dreamy, yeah, dreamy things that kind of minimal, minimalisty. 
kind of stuff. Yeah. But it sort of depends depends what mood I'm in really. Yeah. If I'm in a if I'm in an angry or a kind of frustrated mood, then maybe the earache side comes. Oh boy. <laughs> Not that often though. I'm norm- normally in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't find yourself angry too often. Um, so do you have any uh, chill songs that you'd like us to to hear? Any any mellow Ooh. spacey vibes? Yeah, I could I could give us some mellow spacey vibes ago. Okay? Yeah, nice, I, I, I think we'll need a dose of that de-stress um, because my ear my ear seems to be feeling this. Um, <laughs> I don't know where it's from. I don't know. I I just listened to some egg and I I don't understand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well let's 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 chill out then. <laughs> Okay, let's let's take it to space. Let's take it to space.
100% local. Cambridge 105 Radio. Excellent. Wow. This is a, um emotional roller coaster that we're going through with the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to take you on a ride. A ride all round. Wow, that's, that was that's amazing. That's the plan, really. Just go everywhere. That was amazing. I mean, whew, I'm, I'm feeling very relaxed at the moment. I, I just feel like, man... We should all just take it easy. <laughs> but no, we're on radio. <laughs> um, so I, I just had I, I just had a quick question for you. Um, yeah. So uh, as we segue into the um, into the technology discussion, I just wanted to ask, what are your view on uh, what's your view on secrets? You know, secrets. Like, yeah, just secrets. Just the idea. You know, like what, what, as a as a as a concept. I mean, I guess. Um, I guess sometimes there are secrets that are are useful to have. Sometimes you you don't want to you don't want to tell everyone everything you know. Yeah. Um but I generally think I generally think that if you can be as honest as possible that's good. Yeah. And so if you um if you're someone that has a lot of secrets and a lot of things that people don't know about you, mm-hmm. then um I think that can you can end up in a difficult place and you can end up it can end up, I think I think it can be hard to do that. And so I'd say if if it's possible, mm-hmm. being honest is best. Yeah. But maybe secrets doesn't necessarily mean that you're dishonest. It just means that there are some things that you you don't want to tell people. Right. Yeah. So I don't yeah, that's my that's kind of my take on secrets. Is yeah, they need to try to and be... minimize the number of secrets you have, but maybe some are okay. Yeah. So the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word secrets is secrets management keep it on log <laughs> don't have a have a have a bit don't have too much keep yeah. it together yeah because because they probably wouldn't bother to tell anyone else that i'd had to eat for <laughs> breakfast because it's kind of boring <laughs> I, who knows who knows maybe they'd want to know the brand <laughs> so, so that they can yeah, get some be. consumer data but um i just thought uh, i just stumbled on something interesting and why i was thinking about the whole secrets thing is that i stumbled upon um i stumbled upon uh very tiny cameras <laughs> really very tiny cameras and um i i, I just want to ask you another follow-up question how small do you think a camera can be how small yeah how small do you think i can i can set up a camera to spy on you right <laughs> so I'm, I'm just gonna get i'm just gonna have a look at my phone and see how big the camera is on that so the <laughs> the lens the lens on my phone is is less than one centimeter in diameter yeah um but that's just the lens mm-hmm. and then i guess there's a, some you need to, like a little a little circuit board or something as well in there yeah. to, to to take the photo but i reckon you probably make it much smaller than 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 oh well actually on the front of my ca- phone oh no, on the front of my phone it's also a similar size yeah but um so i'd say i don't know what like just uh theorize maybe, maybe you could have a camera that was one uh, kind of like a, a cube a cubic centimeter a cubic centimeter that's quite small i think yeah 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 so that would be sort of the same kind of size of lens as my phone mm-hmm. but then somehow you oh no that's that's really small actually you have to get a battery in there as well mm-hmm. and the, yeah i think it has to be it's probably bigger than that yeah it's probably a, mm, probably the size of a 
a, a couple of grapes. A couple of grapes. Yeah. Two, that's two grapes. Yeah. That's um okay. So what if I told you it could be um the size of a grain of sand? <laughs> <laughs> or the size of dust, not a grain of sand, the grain of sand, one twenty millionth of a meter. It's pretty small, isn't it? That, that I, I, I don't actually believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, in a University of Stuttgart paper uh, published in Nature, Nature Photonics, um, they describe a tiny 3D printed, tiny 3D printed lenses um that can that can take super sharp images each yeah. lens is 120 millionth of a meter in diameter wow roughly the size of a grain of table salt what and because they're 3d printed in one piece complexity is no barrier so you can get like super shallow depth of field <laughs> all effects if you want to <laughs> wow in your tiny in a tiny little camera. So all it is is a gr one grain of sand. A grain of salt. A grain That's of it. Salt. I don't know if there's a difference between the size of a grain, but I'm gonna go on. on Depends on what kind of beach you go to. <laughs> <laughs> you go at Brighton Beach, oh, but that's not sand. They're all rocks. But yeah, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, a grain of salt. Wow. And um, that's, that's so that's crazy. And and there's quite quite a few people who are working on these um, these dust sensors or, or sensors. It's like the camera, but uh, micro sensors and 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 micro instruments uh, such as smart dust um, and things of that nature, uh, so that you can make complex micro uh, microstructures with all with the, all this. 3D printing, right? With okay. all the 3D printing technology that's going around, um, and I just thought it was quite interesting, and this wow. is why I brought the secret, uh, the secrecy stuff, uh, because in that case, I could just surveil you. <laughs> you, you could put a few grains of salt, uh, uh, yeah, in my in my bedroom, in your hair, in my own. <laughs> I could just be like, hey, daddy. <laughs> I just um, I I just get you, <laughs> I just surveil you and and um, yeah. That's uh, that's kind of scary actually. <laughs> you don't you don't own you can't buy these grains of salt yet. Can no, you? no. This is just uh, ongoing research okay. into that. So the the theory would be it's quite a challenging it's quite a challenging um it's quite a challenging thing to to get going because yeah, a lot imagine. of people have have been trying to to make this a reality historically and um it's 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 not easy <laughs> it's not easy but um people are moving in that direction they are moving yeah. in the direction where they want to create sensors that you can interact with um with that that can interact with you on a micro level uh, so you wouldn't have to have massive, massive electronics. You can, you can just walk into a cloud and it just <laughs> takes all this health metrics from you. You know, you get, wow. you, get into, <laughs> you get into a building and and then it's just like. Whoosh. You mean the? I don't understand. You don't understand. So you have all these micro sensors floating the size of dust. So oh, they're just the floating around. They're just floating around. So you come, you know, let's say you walk into the mall 
and you go through the door and then there's that big gust of air and that big gust of air also has loads of these micro sensors that can and just take scan you all and... sorts of metrics from you <laughs> that's kind of dystopian i think but mm. it's quite challenging to get it going but what uh, how do you feel about this um how do i feel about it this smart dust i mean i think the first thing i feel is just like quite amazed that people have actually managed to do that yeah it sounds very um sounds very difficult yeah um i guess in turn if the thing you just described this idea of uh of sort of um you know surveillance and uh being able to kind of get metrics from people yeah without them really knowing mm-hmm I guess that's kind of already happens a little bit in the, yeah. in in the sense that you you go on the internet and um and you know Google Google knows knows what you do and it knows everywhere you go and all these things. Mm-hmm. So there's there's already a sense of that but then I guess that this kind of takes it to a new this kind of technology could take it to a new level where whereas as well as having you know stuff from your phone and I guess with your phone you you've chosen to have your phone and although not not everyone knows it but there is there is some writing somewhere that says that i don't know google's going to read all your <laughs> emails or whatever like that um but yeah i guess with this kind of stuff there's it perhaps takes away the permission element from it and you know you might just be able to if 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 it's if it's possible people would just be able to watch you yeah they would just be able to find out your blood type or or, yeah. or and and you wouldn't you wouldn't know and that's that to me that's dystopian i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> so what i've done right now is i've prepped this this scenario on the negative hand <laughs> <laughs> i started off and and i've sent you down the path of considering this the most evil thing okay. on the planet but they are <laughs> but they are they are well grounded applications for this yeah um monitoring crops um and um getting vital signs for your crops to see so that you can get assured results um monitoring crops yeah mm. so you, you just spray all this smart dust all over your field and it can send all the data of what's happening on the ground level so not taking a an overview look of it um like taking getting heat maps or anything of that nature or applying um different sensors to detect different like light sensors to detect uh color changes and things of that yeah. nature now you'll be getting um you'll be get, getting it's kind of like a first person experience of what's happening to the plant because the the sensors will be on the leaves they'll be on all the different parts of the plant wow. and um and what kind of things are they sensing uh they could just sense what the light intensity is the temperature that's going in right, how much right. moisture is coming out so we've fully giving you accurate feedback from what's happening in your plant uh in your plant and also as well um this can be combined with other processing measures that can tell you when stuff is abnormal instead of just hoarding you with all this data about every single plant leaf um yeah yeah okay so yeah. you kind of you'd be able to look out for for 
for problems with your like a, a disease or something that is, yes yeah and also in applications in medicine because researchers at uc berkeley published a paper about yeah. the potential of the neural dust um to create implantable systems to be sprinkled in human brains to provide Whoa. feedback about brain functionality Whoa. so, so advanced research on or in cognitive science or or in things related um like diseases that come from the brain diseases um because these senses will be there'll be a massive paradigm shift and i guess um one thing that will need to be taken into account is just the responsibility with uh, uh-huh. working with them and um to avoid the dystopian <laughs> The dystopian, yeah, the dystopian I, scenario. I open the conversation with. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I suppose it's one of these things where it, kind of any technology can mm-hmm. potentially have good applications and bad applications. Definitely, um, definitely, and and um, yeah, that then and I feel that that's been happening quite a lot um, with first the fear mongering. And then it's like, guys, this was epic. This <laughs> 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 is usually the uh, the curve things take in some in in some situations, and um, and yeah, so that's uh, so smart dust. Wow, might smart be coming. Uh, <laughs> it just it sounds it sounds like magic. Really. <laughs> well, isn't isn't technology generally magic? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose it is, right? Like all our phones and stuff, just are like mind blowing. Yeah. But smart dust, the next frontier, maybe <laughs> if they can get it going, <laughs> if they can get it going. So, um, I think it's time for us to get some more tunes. Yeah, would you like a tune about smart dust? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we have a a smart dust tune? I'll give it a go. Give it a go. So we have smart dust by Daniel Beckman. One hundred percent local. Cambridge one oh five radio. Thank you. 
This is Daniel Beckman, and you're listening to Live Life on Cambridge 105 Radio. This is the sound of the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge. That was like a therapy session with myself. I mean, I was just, I was just here, you know, just thinking, thinking about it all. Magic dust. Magic dust floating on a cloud yeah. of smart dust. It made it, it made it sound quite quite nice, actually. <laughs> well, it is kind of nice, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, that that was that was yeah. It it left me, it left me floating. <laughs> it left me floating. So so so, what do you do when you're not um, when you're not uh, making people float? <laughs> With the guitar. Well, when I'm not making people float, mm-hmm. um, I I fix robots actually. You fix robots. Yeah, I um. Micro robots by any chance? <laughs> <Are you? laughs> no, not they're not micro robots. They're um. Yeah. They're uh they're kind of uh the 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 sort of medium sized robots, um that are used used for uh surgery. Used for surgery. Wow. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, well, you're you're a surgeon and a robot fixer. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't call you a surgeon yet until. <laughs> no, not yet. Not until I um, perform surgery on someone. Yeah, and go to med school. <laughs> oh well, uh, you don't need to go to med school to do a surgery. What? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a bad idea, <laughs> but you can still do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you should go to med school first. So <laughs> so you fix robots and you play the guitar. Yeah, and give bad advice about surgery. Wow, so so what type of what what type of surgery does he, do these robots do? Um just any kind of surgery you want really. Yeah. Um, but the focus is keyhole surgery, keyhole surgery. What what is keyhole surgery? Uh so the idea is um is you're doing a thing called minimal access surgery. And so the idea is you make some, instead of opening someone up completely, you just make a few small holes in them, and then you put some instruments inside them, and mm. uh, with that are very thin instruments with just like a little, a little uh, pair of scissors or a grasp right. at the end. So and this then you is have a camera. Camera goes inside there as well, and the the surgeon mm. operates uh, just through these little holes, which is why it's called keyhole surgery. Uh-huh. People do keyhole surgery manually. Oh, right, okay. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's um, it's really difficult to do <laughs> <it> manually. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the, I- the idea of uh, using a robot, so a surgeon, um, a surgeon ha- uses the robot, they're in control of the robot, um, but the idea is that it's easier to learn learn that way, and it's kind of more, interestingly, it's more intuitive than than doing it manually because you can kind of you can have everything in one place and you can be in con- in control of of, uh, of of the camera and you don't have to necessarily get into the same kind of awkward positions that you might have to get into if you want to approach from two two difficult angles for yeah yeah wow that is quite interesting all the crazy things people <laughs> are doing in this city it's all amazing yeah, it's wow. uh, it's it's an interesting place to be, isn't it, Cambridge? I think so. I think so. The love of music and the technology comes in in one room. Yeah, if only there was a radio show that. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, I don't want to say too much, huh? <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. So I think right now we can squeeze in one more, one more juicy tune. One more juicy tune. A juicy one, you know. You want I want a juicy one. Yeah, just a really, really juicy one. Yeah. What kind of juice do you want? Like I mean, I want the juice and the sauce. You know, I want saucy juice. I, I want saucy juice. You yeah, know, like so like a kind of like gravy meets pineapple meets juice. Cordial, well, you know, I want the juice. Okay. And the sauce. So you 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 got to work for this, man. You got <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you got to send guys off. Just in the swamp of juice and sauce. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give it a go. At least a swamp. At okay. least. This one's called Swampy Juice Sauce. Hey, this is Dan B, and you're listening to Live Life on Cambridge 105 Radio.
the home of Cambridge music. Cambridge 105 Radio. Excellent. So, do you have any closing remarks now that we've reached the end of the show? Any closing remarks? I think I would just, just like to wish all of the listeners a, a very nice evening and I hope I hope everyone's enjoyed the the eclectic mix of conversation and music that, <laughs> that we've provided. And um, is, can anyone find you anywhere? Are you... Uh... Um, no, no. No? No. It's a secret. Well, <laughs> hey guys, that's it. This is the first and maybe the last time you've got this privilege. Signing out, this was Daniel Beckman and Adrian Walker on live life.